0: Welcome back to the Commerce Collective Podcast, brought to you by Flywheel Digital, a podcast keeping you up to date with everything you need to know about e-commerce and providing you with deep dives of knowledge that you just can't find anywhere else. My name is Emma Irwin, and I'm a senior editor and specialist at Flywheel Digital. Today's episode features one of our lovely recurring partners, Critio, and our guest is here to talk about how to go beyond search in the next wave of retail media. We're going to cover what we actually mean by the next wave of retail media, how to organize internally, how to think about budgeting as an advertiser, and of course, how to measure performance in our rapidly evolving industry. Okay, let's meet our guest.
1: My name is Ryan Britton, and I am the VP of Sales at Critio.
0: Amazing. And I'd love to know a little bit more about what does the VP of Sales at CRIDIO actually do on the day to day?
1: It's a great role. I lead the sales team, the account strategy team, as well as our campaign management teams. And I would say what I do on a day-to-day basis is I really try to eliminate challenges that our brands have and our internal teams have. My goal is to make our team as customer-centric as possible and to solve our clients' problems is really what it comes down to.
0: Okay, question One of our, I think one of our best questions, but we ask this for everyone. What is the last thing that you purchased online?
1: Oh. So it's actually my son's ninth birthday tomorrow. So the last thing that I purchased was for uh, his birthday. I got him a baseball tee and net so that we can set that up in the garage during the awful Chicago winters. Uh, So hopefully I can get him away from his iPad and inside and get him outside to our (laughs) garage and work on his baseball swing so he's ready for the spring.
0: Do you have any windows in your garage? Because I'm kind of concerned for them.
1: So I do. He has not shattered those, but he has shattered the two light bulbs uh, in the ceiling. And so those have not been replaced. But living in downtown Chicago, you have limited space. And so uh, during COVID and and then with the weather and stuff, you kind of have to get a little creative with the space that you have for your kids.
0: When I was a kid, I shattered a light bulb with a yoga ball of all things. And if you're like, why did that happen? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Let's move into last question for you before we actually get into the meat of it. And you won't answer it now, but we'll come back to it at the end as a way to kind of finish up. But I'm gonna ask you something that has been on a digital wish list of yours. And that just means that it's something that lives in a cart forever and you won't actually purchase it. So you have the whole interview to think about it, if that sounds good.
1: Okay, sounds great.
0: Now that we've gotten to know a bit more about Ryan and me breaking a ceiling bulb with a yoga ball, let's get this ball rolling. (laughs) Ha ha, punny. has joined us now three times on this podcast over the last year, and subsequently, retail media has changed over this time. Hence our discussion about the next wave of retail media and how to plan for it. To make sure we're all starting at the same starting line here, though, I asked Ryan to define retail media for me.
1: So I would say that retail media enables brands to reach shoppers with relevant ads near the digital point of sale on retailer and marketplace websites and apps. And I'm gonna go beyond one sentence, and I'm gonna say that the great thing about retail media is that it benefits retailers because they get to monetize all their inventory and drive more sales. It benefits brands because it helps them sell more products in a cost-efficient way, and then it serves relevant products and advertising to consumers so to me retail media is a win-win-win for everybody which is great
0: boom love it and so retail media has like exploded i think is the best kind of word for it and i've only had an adult job for three years now but like even in those three years retail media has just become more and more prevalent but i'm curious for your take on how it has become as popular and as well known of an element of e-commerce as it is today
1: Yeah, so I think retail media to me has been not necessarily new. I think of it as more of like an evolution of shopper marketing and what shopper marketing was. You know shopper marketing again as i mentioned i've been in it for so long that it used to be just really about you know reaching consumers around a retailer store and then driving them in that store to buy product i think retail media has really become an evolution of shopper marketing in that it's just much more focused now on e-commerce and i think to answer your question about why it's growing so much, Uh, I look at it twofold, actually maybe threefold. So one is I think obviously e-commerce has been accelerated uh, over the last several years. Uh, And so I think everyone is investing more and more dollars into e-commerce and retailers have done a really good job of providing inventory for brands in order to advertise their products. I think the other thing is that Retail media is really easy. It is really transitioned to more of a self-service solution that enables brands and retailers to access a platform and have everything at their fingertips. And then thirdly, I would say that it has really grown because of attribution and measurement. I think in the past, measuring media has always been a challenge. And I would even venture to say that in some instances, uh, it's been a black box. And so a lot of um, partners, vendors, have done their best to show that delivering ads for brands and for retailers is driving sales, but I personally don't think it's the easiest thing to show. It's more of a story than true one-to-one attribution. And retail media, in my mind, has changed that in a number of regards. The way that we're doing our pricing structure, where for a sponsored product, uh, you only pay when a consumer clicks on the ad. And then on the back end, we actually show you whether or not they made a purchase. And so you're only really paying for media that is converting to sales. And the ability to show that ROAS to marketers who have really strict budgets these days, I think, has really accelerated the growth of retail media.
0: Perfect. And I love the emphasis on measurement, which we'll get to farther into this interview. But let's first talk specifically about Critio. So we've previously spoken with your colleagues, Mike Balabanov, who is the VP of agency development, and then Elena Gulada, director account strategy of retail media about this topic. But for the listeners who are unfamiliar with Critio, what is Critio's place in the world of retail media? What is Critio? What does Critio do?
1: So, first of all, I'm very impressed that you just pronounced Mike B's name correctly because (laughs) everyone in our organization butchers it. And so we just stick with Mike B and leave it at that. So, nice job. But I'm glad, I'm so glad that you've connected with both Elena and Mike. Uh, They're great people and great representation of Critio. But how I would define Criteo is, I would really say that we are a global, and I really want to emphasize global because EMEA, APAC, and North America are all so important to our business. But we are a global commerce media company that enables marketers and media owners to drive better commerce outcomes. And you know, our industry-leading commerce media platform what it really does is it connects thousands of marketers and media owners to deliver rich consumer experiences from product discovery all the way to purchase. And so that's kind of the simplest way I would describe uh, Criteo, uh holistically, globally, and really all about driving commerce outcomes.
0: Let's talk about, I don't think you've mentioned it yet, but. It is something that I've heard and we hear it more and more specifically from Critio. But let's talk about commerce media. In all of my research over the past year on Critio, since I first did an interview with Elena, which was actually a year ago, which was really cool. I went back in time and I was like, wow, that doesn't feel like it was all the way a year ago. But here we are. Can you tell me more about what commerce media means and like, is that the evolution of retail media? And what is Critio's take on commerce media?
1: Yeah. So to me, commerce media goes much more beyond retail media. Uh, I find retail media to obviously be a little more retailer centric, if you will. But when I think of commerce media, it's much more about a larger ecosystem. It's about using large scale purchase and intent data across more media owners and the open internet to really drive outcomes. Whether that's through sponsored products, off-site, on-site, CTV, OTT. You know, there are so many different mediums out there that brands and retailers can leverage. It's important to reach consumers across all of those, in my mind, depending upon what the objective is for brands. And I think the thing to, to take into consideration here is the consumer journey is so complex and it's gotten more complex over the years. And I think that commerce media is a more encompassing way of describing the new ecosystem that we're that we're in, and it's really all about reaching consumers at all the different decision points that they're out there. Like I think about just me, and I know you're going to ask me this in the end of of what I buy, but uh, I'll talk to you a little bit more about how long I've been researching some of these products and stuff that that, that I've been thinking about, and it just the journey of, of a consumer to buying a product is, is so is so different now than it ever used to be. And it's not linear as many people have discussed. And so I think figuring out how you can communicate relevantly to the consumer across all those different touch points is, is so important. And commerce media is, in my mind, the best term and the best uh, way of doing that. And that's really what Critio's vision is all about.
0: And does Critio have any like solutions for understanding commerce media? I'm thinking. I just I watched the webinar on Commerce Max. I did. I did the whole thing. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Absolutely, so really exciting time for Credio. We did a new product launch in uh, in New York. I uh, invited everyone to join, and I'm so glad that you were able to watch it. There was a lot of excitement around it. I think we are the pioneers um, of commerce media in the ecosystem, and we're really excited about that. So. What Commerce Max is, is Commerce Max is our platform that we have that brings media owners, brands, and retailers really all together. And what I mean by that is we want to make it easier for brands and retailers in order to work with us. And so what we've done is we have brought sponsored products, on-site display, as well as off-site inventory available to brands and retailers in one single platform. And no one else in the industry has done this to date. And we're really excited to bring it to the forefront of commerce media.
0: Amazing. It's so exciting. And I was sitting at my kitchen table eating lunch while the it was happening. And I was just like, yes, yes, go Gridio." <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I don't know if we're going to get into this more, but I do. I, I do want to touch on the fact that like the great thing about bringing all of these mediums together within one single platform is is really the measurement part of it again. And I think we're going to get into measurement in a little bit, but you know, being able to have do a full funnel analysis across offsite advertising, whether that's display or video or CTV, and then looking at how the conversion works uh, with uh, sponsored products and onsite display with retailer inventory, I think is really exciting. And, uh, and we've been executing some programs for brands and uh, everyone is, uh, is thrilled about the outcomes.
0: There's a lot going on there that we you were just talking about, that, which is a good kind of transition into my next question, which really has to do with internal organization from the brand perspective. We all know like brands are wanting to win in this next wave of retail media and commerce media. And in your role, you see brands using different strategies to address the biggest challenges with retail media. And I mean, there are literally so many teams involved. We got brand teams, e-com teams, customer teams, performance, marketing, so many, can't even list them all. But with all, this diff- all these different goals and mandates, what are some of the common themes that you've seen when it comes to internal organization and maybe what needs to change?
1: So honestly, I wish there were more common themes because I think <laughs> it would be a lot easier for my team to navigate all the various clients and such. But I think, I think honestly, the one consistent theme is that everybody's trying to figure this out. I think that there has been overall somewhat of a convergence at the brand directly of shopper teams performance ecom and uh and retail media i think a lot of those teams have been coming closer together and merging to create more of a commerce media team. And so I think you're going to be seeing more of that convergence as we move forward. I think the interesting thing, and you may have talked about this with, uh, with Mike B as well is from an agency perspective, there always used to be separate search teams and programmatic teams. And I think agencies are evaluating that now in order to better set them to set themselves up better for the new commerce world. I think the other thing that we're seeing from an organizational standpoint that is a little bit different across the board is, you know, we have some of our largest partners who are bringing all their media buying in house and they're doing it themselves. We have some others that do the media buying themselves, but they outsource all the billing to agencies. We then have others who don't want to do any of the media buying at all, and they're outsourcing that to agencies.
0: There's a lot going on there. There's a lot of moving pieces. Phew, okay, get this. We've covered retail media, commerce media, Critio, Critio's Commerce Max, and how to think about internal organization as a brand trying to keep up with retail and commerce media needs. Next up, I wanted to talk to Ryan about how brands should be thinking about budgeting for retail media because retail media doesn't happen unless advertisers pay money to advertise via retail media, right? We know retail media budgets are growing across the board, but overall marketing budgets are not growing nearly as fast. I'm kind of curious from your perspective, what's driving this?
1: Yeah. So in my mind, a lot of it has to do with the macroeconomic concerns that are out there. Uh, I think as consumers, we're all feeling the cost of goods and the increase of cost of goods and manufacturers are as well. And it's funny, I was just at grocery shop and I felt like there was a resounding theme throughout in, it, in talking with not only brands and manufacturers, but talking to vendors and partners as well. And the, the theme that I kept hearing over and over again is that everyone is trying to do more with less. And I think that that's just something that we're hearing about. And uh, you're hearing it in almost every conversation. And so marketing budgets are not increasing holistically across all the various mediums that are out there for, uh, for manufacturers. And so, why is it that retail media continues to grow and marketing budgets necessarily aren't? I think it all comes down to one thing, and that is performance. You know, marketers again back to the theme of doing more with less. It's it's all about okay. I have a set budget. How exactly am I gonna drive the most ROAS? And how am I gonna show that the media that I am investing in is driving the most sales? And as I mentioned earlier, when it comes to measurement, retail media is able to show one of the best ROAS that's out there. And there are other mediums that I think are much more difficult to measure. Uh, and I think that consumers are shifting away from traditional media as well. So I think all of those things are really contributing to continued and increased investment in retail media.
0: I see this is me whipping out my journalist mind here, which my boss would be proud of because he's an established journalist and I am not. But I'm kind of curious if we go, like, broaden ourselves out a little bit. like It makes sense that more budget is going to retail media based on performance. But does that kind of present any sort of risk going in the long run with budgets changing in this way?
1: Yeah. So I don't necessarily think of it as risk necessarily. I think of marketing budgets for brands are always somewhat fluid, at least at the beginning of the year when they're doing all of their planning and their budgeting and such, right? So oftentimes a brand has, you know, a set budget that they are allocated from the CMO, let's say, and then figuring out how how that is allocated across all the different tactics that are out there is a, is a complicated thing. And I think throughout the year that is fluid and it changes from, you know, tactic and strategy, um, uh, and vendor, depending upon what's working and what's not, and I think that when marketers are challenged constantly to drive more sales, to drive more ROAs, those are the the main metrics that you know we're hearing about in the in the marketplace. They're going to look at the best performing tactics, and retail media is definitely one of them. So I think if retailers and ad tech partners like Criteo are unable to deliver the performance aspect of measurement, we're, we will see a shift. And to me, one of the main things that I challenge my team all the time is, is we need to earn these dollars, right? We need to, we need to earn the investment in Criteo and in these retailer uh, media networks. And the way that we do that is through data and insights. And I think that retail media is growing so much that data and insights are really at the forefront of what we need to lead with and what we need to end with now moving forward.
0: And that kind of the next question that I was going to ask was going to be about how you help brands determine what the right level of investment is. And I think that like the data and insights definitely ties into that. And so I will open it up if you want to add any more to how you help brands determine what the right level of investment is
1: totally i think that that is determining the right investment is one of the hardest things for brands to do honestly one thing that we haven't talked about is the fragmentation of retail media and all the different media networks that are out there right and so when you're figuring out your retail media budget and then how you allocate it to walmart target amazon meyer costco etc it's not the easiest equation, right? Um, you're going to look at sales and and make an estimate, but to me, that's where the partners come into play. That's where that's where Critio's expertise needs to be relied on, and we have tools at our disposal. We've got a great AX team uh, that has built all of these tools that looks at brand, skew-level data uh, to make recommendations on what they should be spending for that brand on that retailer. So it's a very methodical approach. And that's something that we take a lot of pride in, and I feel very confident in our team that we're making the right recommendations for brands, and we're not just asking to, to spend you know the most. We, I want to have it all tied to, if you spend X, we're going to drive Y for sales. And it's, again, getting back to commerce media. It's all about driving commerce outcomes, and that's what we need to, to measure and provide on the front end.
0: Love it. All right. Let's get into the long awaited for and absolutely hyped up throughout this entire interview topic of measurement. We love measurement <laughs> because that's that's what matters. Yes. <laughs> okay. So
1: Have I talked about it enough yet?
0: <laughs> with all of the prefacing to it i imagine if we didn't ever cover it that would be terrible but let's get into it so how are you seeing brands measure the success of their retail media campaigns you know what are some of those critical kpis and how have you seen this evolve and you've mentioned roas a couple times now but i'm curious because i know of like the evolution of roas and moving beyond roas so i'm curious for your take on it
1: yeah so again I think ROAS is super important, especially when it's your primary KPI. I just don't think that it should be the primary KPI for every single campaign. There are different initiatives that that brands have out there, whether it's you know new product launches, creating brand awareness, things of that nature. And when you're setting up campaigns like that, we've got to pivot and think a little bit differently about Making ROAS the only KPI that we are measuring. I think, you know, share a voice is something that continues to come up. I think that there are some brands that really want to win their category on the digital shelf. And that is a new approach and strategy that is being implemented. So I think we're going to continue to see more of that. I also think that as we I think brands are going to continue investing in sponsored products, obviously, because it's a low funnel tactic that that drives sales. But I think that we're going to start looking more at holistic campaigns that are across offsite, driving awareness, driving consumers to retailer platforms, and then also delivering onsite advertising and finishing off the customer journey with the lower funnel sponsored product ads. Uh, and I think that's what we're doing. Criteo is focused on right now, on delivering that experience for brands, customers, and retailers. And it's really important that we measure that in the right way. And as we have launched uh, Commerce Max, and I know we touched upon this a little bit earlier, but the full funnel analysis that we are able to deliver in showing that offsite advertising in conjunction with onsite and sponsored products really drives the most ROAS, it actually drives increased ROAS as well, is I think something that is a game changer uh, in the industry. And I think that more brands are going to be shifting towards more full funnel campaigns and full funnel analysis.
0: I love it. Boom. We love measurement. It's I think it's one of the most interesting things to talk about. And everyone has like a slightly different approach and answer to how to go about measurement.
1: It makes being in retail media a lot of fun, quite honestly. Like, it, like The fact that we can deliver advertising and drive outcomes for consumers and for brands and for retailers, and we can really show that, I don't want to say it makes our jobs easy, but it makes it a lot more enjoyable.
0: All right. To begin, to wrap us up, we're going to go over two scenarios that I'm wanting your best pieces of advice for. So number one, let's say... I'm a brand looking to get started on critio. Where do I go? Where do I begin?
1: (laughs) Well, what I would say is you definitely want to lean in on the experts. I talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, We've got a great team uh, that I think provides superb customer service to our brands and uh, in my mind, we've got a ton of tools that can help, and we really can be the experts. We've been in this business for over 10 years, and we've got great people that can support uh, you in getting launched on retail media networks. So leverage us. Le- we have the tools, and we can provide the best recommendations for you. And really, you know, the thing about retail media is that it's low risk. You can decide how much you want to invest. You can evaluate the performance um, before investing more. And so if you're just getting started in this space, you know, test. And, uh, and I think that you'll be very pleased with the outcomes.
0: Perfect. And then scenario two, I'm an established critio user. And I'm looking to further scale through the platform. I'm ready to go on like a rocket ship to the moon scaling through this platform. What is your best piece of advice for me?
1: My best piece of advice is to invest in all of the retailers. Um, I think one of the things that I continue to hear in the industry that I'm somewhat disappointed in um, because it didn't used to be this way um, years ago is that brands have prioritized retailers. And, And it's because, again, I think it goes back to the macroeconomic issues needing to make their dollars work the hardest and drive the most sales. I think there's a ton of missed opportunity out there for brands in that a lot of the mid tail retailers may not be getting the investment any longer because brands are prioritizing um, those larger retailers where they drive the most volume and to me that's that's a wasted opportunity there can be almost somewhat limited investment on those retailers and you can win market share you can drive cost efficient sales and ROAS, and so In my mind, the advice, Emma, that I would give to an established brand, that there's missed opportunity that's out there and there are other retailers that you can be investing on where you can win. And that's really what it all comes down to is winning share, winning more sales, and having more success.
0: And with that, we've covered how to think about budgeting as a brand, and we've discussed measurement in this next wave of retail media too, on top of everything else I called out the last time I popped in. Before we could say goodbye though, of course we had to return to Ryan's digital wish list. We're coming back to the digital wish list. So, that thing that just lives in a cart and you won't purchase it and why?
1: Can I can give a couple of different ones. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I have I have like a thousand, so <laughs> You sound like my wife. The uh, <laughs> I would say so I've been researching new shoes and I've had a very difficult time converting on a new pair of sneakers. Because once I researched one brand, there are now about 10 ads per search on every site that I go serving me up a new shoe. And now I think I want to buy like five new shoes. Yeah, I know. So I'm trying to not pull the trigger on five new pairs of sneakers. The other thing that I have been researching for about two years is a new grill. I have a really difficult time making purchases, and so uh, I've been doing a lot of research on grills, and that still lives in my cart. And then the other thing is that I drive a 12-year-old car, and my wife has been begging me to buy a new car. So I wouldn't say that like there's a car sitting in my cart, but I have built out a number of different car solutions for me
0: okay my follow-up questions obviously the most important <laughs> questions of this entire interview are what brand of shoes Ooh, nike okay and then is the grill are you looking at a blackstone grill because that has come up multiple times in this podcast series
1: i am not looking at a blackstone grill i am looking at brands of grills that live on our retailer partner sites so i'm looking on lowe's i'm looking on target And I don't believe that they sell Blackstone, so I haven't seen that I like your loyalty. I try. I try to support our partners.
0: Last one. What car do you want? If you could just have a new car, what would you choose?
1: I would choose a Mercedes SUV.
0: Nice. I like it. Yeah.
1: I probably will never buy that, though.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> we can all dream. <laughs> you said wish list.
0: <laughs> yes, I did. And that's why it lives in your cart forever.
1: <laughs> that's right.
0: And with that, we have come to the end of this episode of the Commerce Collective podcast from Flywheel Digital. Thank you again to Ryan and Critio and their continued partnership and expertise and for teaching us about so many important elements of media in this episode. If you enjoyed this episode or know someone who should listen in, please share it with them. Post about it on LinkedIn. Email it to your colleagues, your friends, anyone. We want as many people as possible learning from this podcast to help push our whole industry forward. I've been your host, Emma Irwin, and this episode was produced by Class Cancel, a sound design from Enos Attention. We'll see you next time.